uh, the party is rushed, but the game isn't. Mm. All right, you're just basically begging for a TPK over there. <laughs> What's that stand for? Total party kill. Okay, thank you. Team police. Kids. Bardic. Mystery. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. I'm Emily, and I'm playing Flosephine Calhoun. Flo for short. She's a wood elf with an antler crown, braces of archery, and she claims to be a bard, but she's probably actually just a ranger or a druid. Anyway, she's the lead singer of Antler Mayhem, and she plays the cello with a magical bow that she also uses to fire her arrows. Hey, I'm Brayden. I'm playing Sammy Stoneslinger. Sammy Stoneslinger is the drummer in the band Antler Mayhem. He's the best bard of the bunch. He's a rock gnome because he rocks so hard. Sammy comes from a long, proud line of stone-singing gnomes, and he owns a business with his good friend, Sargonsford. The business is called Sticks and Stones, the last pair of drumsticks you'll ever need. So if you need a set, contact Sammy. And today, we have a guest. Hi, I'm Nora. I'm playing Prudence Baneslayer. Prudy is a half-ling, half-orc, and she fights with a rapier and a dagger in both of her hands. Uh, She's just ventured out from her town, and she's getting to know the world. I'm from that sweet college of swords, and... I have two weapon fighting and a sweet flourish that I can use. It's nice to have you as a guest today, Nora. The face you made makes me feel like you aren't glad that she's here. Or, Nora, I'm, or you I'm glad you're here, Nora. Me too. Thanks, Thanks for having me, guys. I'm pretty <laughs> excited to play some D&D with you. Prudy. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> Sammy. Yes. You're surrounded by darkness. It's no problem. A cold blue mist hovers around your feet. A light far away in the distance seems to be calling out to you. You hear in your father's voice. Sammy. Mm. Sammy, it's your father. Uh, Samuel. Sammy, I need to tell you something very important. Mm, Five more minutes. Lore bards aren't proficient in shields, Sammy. Hmm. I I pretend that I can't hear him. Sammy, lore bards aren't proficient in shields. I'm sorry you bought a shield, but you'll need to spend a feat on proficiency or whatever if you want that to happen. Man, it hurts to find out, but it hurts most to find out like this, Dad. And I always thought you were my least favorite son. What? <laughs> then you hear a loud bang. Dad! Then another loud bang. Dad! Sounds like maybe the world you're in is collapsing as thunder continues to rain on you. Dad, that was a good joke, Dad, right? Joke? It was just a joke, Dad. You wake up, and you hear pounding on your door of your hotel room, and you hear Dirk on the other side. He's see me and Flo! Hey, Sammy and Flo and Grundledore. Hey, Dirk. Open the door. I forgot my key. Okay. Sammy sits up straight, and he screams. You're in a room with Flo. 
I started a business. Oh, I'm covering my ears. Sammy, you're so loud. Why are you yelling all the time? Sorry. My dad was yelling at me in my dreams. Okay. I get up and I let Dirk in the door. He is proud of me. <laughs> Dirk walks in the room. He's like, hey, I'm proud of you, Sammy. You did a good job. Thanks, Dirk. So I got good news, guys. What's that? I found, uh, I found a venue we can play in. So because, you know, we're outlaws and everyone wants to kill us and stuff. Um, it's difficult. All the venues that we had lined up for the next couple of shows, uh, canceled on me. They backed out. Do we get, we had a guarantee though, right? Yeah. But then there was a, also a clause in the contracts that said like, unless you're a criminal and we'll be like shut down and lose our business license for dealing with you. Dang it. So, uh, but I did find one venue that's willing to take us in. What's it called? Uh, it's called the broken wagon. Where is it? Uh, it's, uh, in one of the suburbs right outside of town. Didn't we play some other venue called the Broken Wagon? The Wide Wagon. We played the Wide Wagon (laughs) and the Undercarriage. (laughs) Okay. But we never got to play in the Tall Wagon that we saw from the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't see it. Only Flo told me about that. Yeah. But it was when we had a show planned there, and then Flo told me about it. I was like, yeah, and then they were like, no, I'm sorry. No criminals allowed. Hmm. Have all the venues been wagon puns that I didn't notice? Um, yes. They're not puns. They're just called wagons. No, not all of the... Just the ones in, in wherever we are. Grand Argetza. Huge, huge city. city. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll play that show, I guess. Yeah. How are we going to get there if we have to, like, dodge? We're going to sneak. We're gonna dodge. <laughs> We're gonna sneak. We're gonna. Well, you're I gonna dodge. Sammy. I can sneak. Great. We'll go through under Getza. They're cool with us. All right. It's just that like the undercarriage didn't make us that much money, so I don't think we should play there again right now. Even though we think that they're cool, but like since half their population's dead, like it's like we gotta bleed them dry from all their money. I think they're already bled dry. Kind of. It's probably that's the problem with playing shows for under Getza is like. The reason you live in Undergetza is because you can't afford to live not in Undergetza. Fair enough. It's true. So, uh, anyway, yeah, sound like a plan? Sure. Yeah. Uh, how are we going to get there through Undergetza? We just talked about that. I'm ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I just said that, and then you hear a knock on the door. Hello? Is that, did you open the door? No. Say hello. I just say hello. Identify yourself. Who are you? You hear from the other side of the door. Oh, it's all eight. I was, uh, Raxian sent me up here to inform you guys you have a uh, a visitor. Someone's looking for you guys. What do they look like? Uh, yes. Uh, they're a half-orc. Okay. Is it Grundledor? <laughs> yeah. No. I look around. Is Grundledor in here after he asks that? No. All right. That makes sense that you would ask that. Yeah, I guess send them up. Sure. Oh, okay. You want them to come here instead of meeting them in the lobby? No, no, no. Yeah, we'll meet them. Yeah, we'll meet them in the lobby. I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, no. It's just tell weird them yelling through a door. To, all right, I crack the door. I go to the door. <laughs> I put my foot in front of the door, like an inch away, and then I open. It has the door. one of those like swingy things that like hooks on the like like a chain thumb thing. It's not. It's a not chain. a chain. It's like in a hotel that yeah, flops like over on top of a knob. Yeah, knob. yeah. Yep. Hook. Yeah. All right, I latch that, kind of like the halfway version, and then I open the door. At the handle, at the knob. So you can really see if so it's it, her. It only opens by like an inch. Yeah, yeah, you see all aid. I say, yeah, we'll be right down. Okay, I'll let them know. And then she leaves. Sammy, right. 
do you remember when Granddaughter left? No. Me neither. I was having a weird dream about my father, and I want to unpack that a little bit, but I don't think you care about me. I care about you. He said I'm not allowed to use shields anymore. Oh, should we sell your shield? No! I'm wearing it on my back. You're gonna wear it just because you think it looks cool? Yeah, I'm gonna get good. I'm gonna prove him wrong. I'm gonna practice until I'm good at it. How do you, how long do you think it's gonna take you? Because we gotta go. Oh, no, no. Like, well, it's not gonna happen before. Let's get ready. Uh, Okay. Dirk says, uh, you just got that shield. I'm sure you can use it, Sammy. Thanks, Dirk. You got so many skills, I can't even imagine. It's crazy how talented you guys are. Thanks, Dirk. And then I spin around and I get dressed. When you spin, are you so not proficient with shields that the weight of it knocks you down? No. No. I don't actually know what the penalty for wielding a shield when you're not proficient in it is. What about like just, just carrying you just don't it? Add, like you can you can have a shield in your arm, but not being proficient means it doesn't add anything to your armor class. I think that's correct. It does it slow you down? No. How heavy is your shield? Oh, very light. Less than ten pounds. It's magical. Magical things are always lighter. That's a rule. Fewer than 10 pounds. All right. Well, I'm dressed. I'm ready. Okay. Are you waiting for Sammy? Yeah. I'm ready also. All right. I said I turn around and get ready. Dirk, right. are you hanging here or are you coming with us? I'll come with you. All right. We then leave. I turn back around and I cast Prestidigitation and I shoot sparks out that say, I'm ready. I make sure I have the key to the room and leave. All right. You walk over to the balcony of the lobby. Oh, wait. Let's sneak up so we can get an eye on this chump. Oh, you want to sneak? Yeah. All right. Give me, give me a good sneak check. I whisper that to Flo. I don't know if she's going to sneak with me. I'll sneak. Eight. 26. Do you tell Dirk or does he just walk out? I whispered it loudly. I think uh, there's a chance. All right. Oh, all right. Dirk just walks out uh, into the, what's that place called? It's like a lobby. Balcony. Uh, balcony. And Noga's there and he's like, hey, Dirk. Hey, Sammy, you guys want a drink? <gasps> we're sneaking. And Dirk's like, we're meeting someone right now. Dirk, we're sneaking. Dirk's like, what? Dirk, I said. I stopped sneaking and I looked down over the balcony. What does this person look like? All right. Seated in one of the seats around the lobby that's like, you know for waiting around, is a half-orc that's like three and a half feet tall. How tall are you? Five feet. Five feet tall and you're a half Five feet tall? Quarter's half-orc. Yeah. All right. You see a half-orc that's also a halfling. A small half-orc. How much of you looks half-orc and how much of you looks half Do you have hairy feet or are you barefoot? Give us a good physical description. You have hairy feet and... Your torso is orc. Are you wearing shoes? Yes. Not that much halfling. Do you only have one under tusk? Yes. And I tried to file it down into like even more of a point. Oh, so oh. Like dangerous. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sick. But like, I generally look like a halfling, but then green and ugly. So just like green halfling. Yeah. But big. And with one tusk. Big ol'. I see. You see a tall halfling that's green with a tusk. Does it look especially sharp and dangerous? Yeah. Is it pierced? Yes. Your tusk is pierced? Wow. Wait, we're saying tusk, but I'm imagining a fang. 
Well, now that it's sharpened. Wait, let's talk about the difference between a tusk and a fang. A tusk points out away from your face. And a fang points yeah. off tangentially from your face. Yeah, it comes up like from the bottom a fang's of the jaw. fang's just like a tooth? Oh. Yeah, like an orc. I feel like a fang usually comes down. Yeah, I think so. you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but so it's like a bottom fang, not like a tusk, right? Tusks come out of your, like, this part, your cheekbone or jawbone or something, right? Do you have a mean underbite? Where do you think your teeth come out of? Like, yeah, what bone do you think they're attached to? Jawbone. Lips. Your lip bone's connected to your... Teeth bone. Nogo's got a couple of uh, mosses out there. All right, we sneakily grab them off the bar I did head not. down. All right. I'll get them all. Don't worry. You do it. I want to keep right, a level head. Oh, no, this person. Okay. Their name is Prudence. I'm I walk down the Flo, stairs. I'm following you. I walk down the stairs. I years. say, hello. I hear that you're here for us. Oh, my gosh. It's Flo. Hi, Flo. I'm Prudence. I'm your biggest fan. I love Antler Mayhem. And it's Sammy, too. Hi, Sammy. Hey. Hey. I I just I had to come meet you guys. I left my house. You know, my mom's kind of mad at me, but I needed to come see you guys on tour. And here you are. I have a big poster in my room. Nice. You live in town, this town? No, I live like 10 miles away from here. But where's Grendeldor? Um, he went out to run an errand. He'll be back. Oh, uh, okay. Do we know <laughs> where he is? We don't know. No. Hey, we're playing a show tonight at the broken, the broken wagon. wagon. Really? Can I come see it? Can I come watch? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, if you help me carry the gear, then I'll get you on the guest list. I, oh. I can definitely do that. Derek, I don't know if you should be taking away revenue like oh, that. Oh, Sammy, I guess those people all the time. Okay, all right. How do you think I get all that gear transported? <laughs> <laughs> Derek, don't remove... I don't want to see behind the curtain. Just get the gear to the show. All right. Man, how are we going to get all that gear from here to there? All right, did it. Wow. With Prudence, I guess. I don't know. I was going to say, like, why do you need Prudence's help? To get it from... So I I disguised the van, is what I did. Oh, yeah. So they don't know it's us. Are you wanted or just Antler Mayhem? He's part of Antler Mayhem. He's the manager of... No, I wasn't in the hotel whenever... So I have nothing to do with it. Yes, you were. You literally were. I sent a message to you... Late, pretending to make you feel... I mean, I tried to stop you from coming in, and you came in. Yeah, but I didn't kill... I didn't fake that. <laughs> I didn't kill an Oblex. I didn't kill a diva. Wait, we killed a diva? Yeah. What's a diva? It's like an angel. It's like somebody who's a really good oh. singer, but also like high maintenance. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So anyway, you want to get to the show? Yeah. How long do we have till it starts? Um, not very long. You know, people out there are saying like really nasty things about you. I heard that. I don't like it. I'll go beat them up if you want me to. Yeah? Yeah. How tough are you? Go beat them all up. I'm like the toughest. All right. I get my muscles. I can't tell if I trust her because she's new to me. Can I roll an insight? Yeah. Are you bluffing or are you just showing her your actual strength? I think that I'm really strong. All right. Roll. I don't know. I got a 15 on my insight check. I feel like it's I'd like, like perception. I'd like to use a perception check to see how big her muscles are. Okay. 11. She looks like a little bit stronger than your average Joe. I grab Flo by the elbow and I'm like, Flo. What? Don't mess with her. She's going to beat us up. No, I believe that she will not beat us up because I think she likes us. 
But I did roll insight to see if I trusted her, and I can't tell because no one else rolled. Do you, can we do that? You think something's a little bit fishy. Mm. You think maybe she has some ulterior motives, mm. but that they're not that nefarious. Okay. I keep an eye on her. So, Prudy, what's your favorite instrument in the band? That's a great question. I I really like your drums. Yep. Because I have a drum, too. You can rock with us. But I also play... the My main instrument that I play is the ukulele. Oh, that's cool. So I, I like them, too. Yeah, so I like, I like Flo's instruments, too, because I feel like we rock out together. Well, Flo uses a cello. It's yeah, still strings. Yeah, stringed instrument. Four strings. Uh, fair enough. She plays like a bowed ukulele. Well, let's just... Let's that's just, just a get, violin. That's not called... That's not... <laughs> yeah. I no, it stands up. It stands up like the octo bass. Uh, you should get an octo bass. Well, maybe at some point you can prove your musical prowess and we can play together. We could do that. That's you like guys want to have a jam session right now? Oh, no, we have to get to the show. Yeah, well, we should do the sound check. The show's tonight, but let's get the sound check done, because we never, basically never do sound checks, and it's really nice to do sound checks, you know? All right, let's roll. All right, sweet. Do you guys need any road beers? Oh, I definitely need one. Oh, uh, let's go back up, because I only have two beers left. I right. stay downstairs. I, I Follow me, and I introduce Prudy to Noga. All right. Noga's a, he's a big demon dude with uh, a mouth, like a huge mouth in his chest. And he's a bartender, and he can serve you anything that you want. Seems like my kind of party. Yeah. So just get a couple, like three or four to go. I get two row beers. Okay. He gives everyone their beers. So we <laughs> so double fisted these out the doors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Dirk goes to the front door, and he's like, all right, guys, I know how to get to the broken wagon, but we got to run, because we got to get from here to the entrance to Undergetza that's across the square in front of the Taverna. But there's some guards out there, so we got to make it quick, but we got to be sneaky about it. Well, hold up. All I got to do is use Minor Illusion to distract the guards. All right, well, what if they're too far away and then they notice you cast Minor Illusion? Like, what if we can just r- run? I mean, we'll, we'll cast it, then, then we'll run. Then if they see you, we'll do a sneak run. Then we'll cast it and then run. Cast it on what? We'll just make a noise down the alley. I mean, we're running through like um like a square. Like there's a fountain and like shops. Okay, that's fine. Never mind then. Do you want? I mean, we could do it. No, it's fine. Let's just go. There's just like also, it's not like two guards. It's like, oh, I thought there were like two guards. No, no, because remember we're like across the mall from the wide wagon. What if we just like grab some potted plants from Traverna and just like carry them so that they can't see our faces? They just see plants. Oh being yeah, you guys carried. want we want to disguise up? Yeah, thing? yeah. All right, everyone roll a disguise check. Is there a disguise I check? I don't this? need to disguise yeah. myself though, right? Because like yeah, no, you're like I'm not legal. wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so sad because I have a disguise kit. You can disguise yourself if you want. You it's can okay. disguise yourself as Grundledore and then get caught, so we don't have to. Do you think I'm proficient in a disguise kit? Is this performance or deception? Or what? Quick, who knows how the rules work? What's a disguise check? I think you use your charisma as a modifier, and if you're proficient with a disguise kit, then you add your proficiency bonus. Is a disguise kit a tool? Like, that's the question. I think so. Okay. Yeah. What's the other kind of thing that's not a tool? Kit. Is it a kit? What's the difference between a kit and a tool? I have a disguise and forgery kit. I have a disguise kit. So um, kits you need to use... A skill, but tools you can be proficient in. Can you be proficient in a kit? I don't think so. 
So what's a kit do? You just have you it. You just have those things. And you just put it on. Yeah. All right. So just add your charisma. I got a 19. 14. Okay. I take off my crown, obviously. That seems drastic. Well, I mean, they know what flow yeah, looks like. If you want to give up who you are. No, I'll put it on as soon as we get to under Getza, and then oh, okay. you get caught in the ceiling the whole fucking way. There we go. Listen, if I cast Minor Illusion to give myself um, a clean-shaven face, that's got to give me advantage on this bad Yeah. Boy. For sure. Something you can see. Something you cannot touch. It's a trickery. What if you give me a beard? Or can you only do one illusion ever? I don't know. I can do a bunch of illusions. But it's got all kinds of losery magic. Yeah. Sure. I, I also do it. I cast it again for Flo to give her a beard. And here's my second roll for my advantage. 15. What was it before that? 14. <laughs> yes. So you want to roll again to try to beat 19 now that you have advantage? Why do I need advantage? You made him cast a spell so you could get advantage. Oh, I didn't mean it for advantage. I just wanted a beard. I want to see what I look like with a beard without my antler crown. Oh, you look like Flo without an antler Wait, crown. Wait, hold on. We have to get to oh. a mirror across the street. Yeah, I stuff my antler crown into my bag. Carefully. I don't want to hurt it. There are mirrors in the lobby of Taverna. Oh, of course there are. It's a fancy, fancy hotel. It's gaudy AF. Can I... I gotta braid my beard. Unless you... Did you cast a braided beard? It's not a real beard. You can't braid it. It's an illusion. Did you cast a braided one? Yeah. I'm a gnome. All beards should be braided. Excellent. And like beaded, probably. The problem for you is gonna be that it's got all kinds of weird braids in it. It's like waxed and curly and like... Oh my, that's great. (laughs) All right. It's not a dwarven beard. Does the color match her hair color? Oh, yeah, for sure. Nicely done. All right, I pull my hair back and I braid it into one long braid. You can't braid it. It's an illusion. (laughs) All right, I run across the street. All right, Dirk heads out with you. Me too. You head over to the entrance to Daverna. All right, everyone roll a deception check. Deception? Is there not a deception anymore? There is, but I thought we were going to run like a stealth check. Speed check. Yeah, but you're trying to use your... So you... Fine. I don't care. I got 15. 14. 11. All right. It doesn't seem like anyone is the wiser to your plan. You escape to Verna and you make it to the entrance to Undergetza. Nice. I put my crown back on as soon as I feel like we're safe. Dirk pulls out like a napkin with like some pencil drawn on it. And he's like, all right, I got the map, guys. He leads you through a twisting and turning route through Undergetza until... You get to an entrance that's, um, so the other entrance you went into is like a hole in the ground you jumped into, but this one's like a doorway that's upright that opens to like the side of a building. It's a little bit weird. And, uh, you notice you're pretty far. You're not like in like the city, city prime, like proper. You're in more like a bit of a suburb area. And in front of you is a little tavern called the Broken Wagon. Outside, you see an orc standing there with a large mace. Uh, we let Dirk talk to him. Dirk walks up and he goes, oh, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, oh, is this the band? And Dirk's like, yeah, man. He's like, all right, well, where's, uh, where's Grundledore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Dirk, where is Grundledore? I don't know where Grundledore is. Oh, do you know when he's coming back? 
I don't know. Um, I'm wor- I'm a little worried about him. Yeah, I guess we should have got him before we left, huh? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I haven't seen him since like. I thought last we were doing night. a sound. Yeah, check let's do a sound I check. That he was just off doing uh who knows where, and I wink at Dirk when I say that. You know, Dirk just looks confused and he's like, "All right." And then uh, he goes to grab the door handle, and the orc says, "Hold on a minute. You guys said that Grundledor was in this band. If you guys don't have a half orc, we do. That's not that one." Wait, Grundledor is in the band. Yeah, he's just- we want to hear Grundledor. I want to hear Grundledor too. Okay, we all agree. Yeah, no show without Grundledor. He'll be here. All right, when you bring him back, you can get into the venue. Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> this is the worst kind of racism. My bar it's racism not, against not, me. My rules. Okay, I was gonna say it's not racism. They don't want Prudy either, and she's a half work. It's not the worst kind of race. They're pretty bad kinds of racism. Okay, all right, all right. I take a lap to cool down. Can we like at least take our stuff in and just like get it inside so it's like safe and ready? So as soon as he's around, we can stuff's come in? already in there. Oh, all right, sweet. Oh, well, what is there to do down here other than play a show that we're gonna do later when Grenador gets here? Uh, get on a public transit and go downtown to work. So you're trying to tell me that you'd prefer that Grundledor shows up and has a bad show because you won't let us in to do the sound check, even though he's sleeping it off right now? All right, you do the sound check, and then you're out of here. All right, sounds good. Well, hopefully it sounds good. If you don't play Grundledor, we're keeping all your equipment. Wow. That's... Not legal. I refuse to take my cello in there. I he go get it. He slams his mace on his hand. He goes, I make the laws in the broken wagon. What's your name? My name is Garar. Garar. Do you have to growl when you say it, or can you say Garar? Depends on how culturally sensitive you want to be. Well, I want to do it right. I want to tell him, like, Garar, you seem re- pretty cool. I'm glad you're out here representing in the orc race in a respectable way. He gives you a fist bump. Yeah, I want to give him, like, the secret orc fist bump. He looks condescendingly at Flo and Sammy and Dirk. All right, cool. So, uh, so now you now we go in. Yeah. Then I go in. All right. And then he closes the door behind us. Yeah, there are a couple. And then I give middle finger a bunch of times to the door. Oh wait, they can see. Hold on. There's a bunch of orcs at the bar, and there's a half orc bartender. Yeah, this is my kind of establishment. All right, I want to do the middle finger thing, but I don't want other people to see me. Do you want to roll like a sleight of hand? Just stick your hands in your pockets. Boom, baby. 20. That's, <laughs> that's a 26. At least the the rules that matter, you get 20s on. <laughs> hey, you know, you got to be good at something. Uh, there's this like nerdy looking puny orc up on the stage that has like glasses and like a vest with like a pocket protector. It's like a it's like a leather vest with like a pocket protector in the pocket on the breast. He sees you guys come in and he goes, "Oh, are you uh, are you guys the band?" Yes. Do you uh, want to do a sound check? Yes, please. Okay. Where's uh, where's your your other member? Oh, he's sleeping it off. Uh, we brought our roadie with us to do sound check. Oh, sweet. And then I like try to elbow. Prudy in the ribs, like, hey, you gotta play it up. Yeah, Antler Mayhem, best band ever created in the entire world. He goes, I agree. Yeah, you're, we can be friends. He's like, I specifically like Manticore. What's your favorite song? Uh, Gelatinous Blob. Gelatinous Wow! Cube. Oh, some fan we got here. <laughs> Gelatinous Rude Boy. Yeah, that one. Um, 
All right, cool. So we get on stage. And Gelatinous mess on the floor. All right, so then we jump on stage and we do a sound check. Uh, well, I think doors are at 8, so whatever. If you guys can get here by 7, 7.30, 8, 8.15, 8.20 is probably fine. Eight, all right, eight, 8.30 then. We'll be back by 8.30. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. What's your name? Michael. Michael. <laughs> I love that name. Michael. How do you spell Michael that? with a speech impediment? It's M-O-I-K-L-E. Michael. Oh, I thought it was M-O-I-C-H-A-E-L. Just because he's an orc doesn't mean he's a speech impediment, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Later, Mark. More. Michael. More. <laughs> later, Michael. All right. So we have to go find Grundledor, right? They're what? not going to let you play. Wait. Shh. They think we know where he is. We have to go wake up Grundledor. There we go. There we go. Let's go outside and then travel to where we know Grundledor is. <laughs> An undisclosed location. Yeah. Let's go back to the hotel. Bye. All right. See you guys. You better come back with Grundledor. Of course we will. I mean, if we can wake him up. Does Dirk come with us, or does he hang out? Yeah, Dirk comes back with you. He's not hanging out in that bar. They're all nerds there. Um, Looks like... So I think we should just get outside and get around, like, just a smidgen away. Don't go all the way home. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're pretty close to that door that goes back and under gets a... We should go back to the hotel and see if there's anything that, like, he left behind. Because I don't remember him leaving. So he's missing? He's a missing uh, person, and you didn't report him to the police. Okay, well, first off, maybe the police, by the police took him. Maybe your best friend Mayor B Dan is fine with you making reports, but he's not fine with us. I'm very concerned for his well-being. Will you? Oh, yeah. This is actually a really good oh, point. Yeah, yeah. Are you wanted by the law? No. Do Will I trust you check her? The jails to see if he got picked up in the middle of the night. Fifteen. Do I trust that she's telling the truth? Yes. Yeah, I can go check the jails. 
Yeah, you're going to well, need a cover story. What did he do last night? Do we know what he did last night? No, we're not sure. We all went to bed. But sometimes he sleepwalks. Sometimes he sleep like runs and gallops and whatever other boars do at night. And hunts truffles. Yeah. So. And I, he told me about some crazy dreams he had one time. Before I go to the jail, should we check for clues, though, in the hotel room and see if there's anything that would give us a clue about yeah, yeah. where else he would be? Yeah, let's go check for clues. All right. We head back to the hotel room. Okay. Do I still have a beard? Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, how long is that? 10 minutes? Uh, yeah, it's like, it might be a minute. It's a cantrip. Oh, it's like, oh geez. Yeah. No. Doctor, you guys want to go back to under gets or you want to go, you want to hit the top, the top layer? I really miss the sun. Doesn't it seem like a good way to get caught? Uh, I don't want to say this. I got some beer on my napkin. And he shows. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Come on, Dirk. He shows you his map and it's like some of it's on there. And he's like, Undergets is really confusing. What do we remember which way to go from having traveled it? Uh, I'll be honest, I was four beers in. Yeah, but I was not. Halfway through yeah, that trip. Roll yourself. Let me, let me look at what kind of skills you think apply to navigation. Oh, you can use your yeah, ranger dude. tracking skills. Yeah, since I'm a ranger. I'll follow my own footsteps. Uh, survival? Perception? I think survival's really, really the survival's one. Survival's pretty good. Survival? Okay. All right. 22. Okay. Guys, I think I know the way back. If you, you want, say you know him the way. Yeah, back. I think I know him the way back. If you want me to try and lead us, but if you don't trust my memory, then we can figure out disguises and try and stay above ground and try to be sneaky. Will it take me the same amount of time to go over as it takes them to go under, or is one of them faster than the other? Over is probably faster because the under okay. way is like twisty and turny. Well, I'm gonna go over then because I'm not sure I 100% trust Flo to get us back. And I'm not in trouble with the law. And I might see Grundledor on the way back, you know? Yeah. yeah, keep an eye out. You know what he looks like, Yeah, right? so guys, I'm going to go on the top. Not for any particular reason. Not because I don't trust Flo's memory or anything. Just because I want to keep an eye out for Grundledor. Is she being rude to me? It seems like it. <laughs> Insight check. I got a 10. 20. You want to roll a bluff on that? 21. Oh, nope. Seems, yeah. seems like she really... Stop casting aspersions on our new roadie. Dirk says, I trust you, Flo. I'll go with you. All right. What are you doing, Sammy? How's, uh, how's his memory? Not good because he just looked at the map the whole way. Yeah. And if like if the napkin's not like navigating for him, then he just gets completely lost. And sometimes it's like, take an exit. And then he's like, what? And he has to run across the hallway real quick at the last second. And there's someone else walking down the hallway carrying like a big cake. And they like spill it. And he just like leaves. And he's like... I don't... What? That's not my fault. He's a real Roland. The napkin said to get off at this exit. Uh, I, I have an idea before we split ways. And you guys can veto me. Is it true Wait, I can? Anyone in this room can veto. It's a lot of party control I just got there. Uh, I don't normally have veto powers. Okay, so in my brain, we have a magic carpet we've never used. Yeah. And you... That's definitely in the van. And you typically use that to put your drums on so they don't slide. So if we go back in, we can get that magic carpet. We can fly. You think I use the magic carpet as the drum carpet? So that we always have it with us whenever we're going to play a show. That's disrespectful. Why would you... That seems... 
All right, where's the van? Dirk, where's the van? I guess Dirk had to bring the van over here. So the van's over here. Yeah, let's get the magic carpet. Okay. I don't want to navigate back anymore. I want to ride on a magic carpet. You guys have a magic carpet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're way cooler. We know how to use it, too. We've used it before. Do you want to ride? Yes, absolutely. I love flying. It's very weird for orcs, but I'm uh, kind of an outlier in my own species. You seem like a pretty cool person. That's the halfling half. Uh, Yeah, the halfling half. They love excitement. (laughs) I mean, they're not dwarves. Uh, All right. Does it hold four people? Heck yeah. It only needs to hold four. What's the maximum capacity? How many seatbelts are there on this thing? Does it Uh, hold four? (laughs) If you're going to be in the rock and roll lifestyle, you're going to have to move past seatbelts. No, I'm just saying that's a general indicator of how many people you can fit. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Do we remember what it looked like? Did we ever unroll it? I it's mean, we've rug. used it before. Yeah, we used it on Stibble. It's like... Oh, we didn't. Yes, Yeah, to did. talk to the CEO. And we used it at the very end of Reduia. For what? Was I knocked out? I don't remember we us ever using it. We had to fly over and look at something. Oh, yeah, you flew... You did oh, okay. um, All right. strafing attacks on the... You shattered all those <laughs> huts. Right. It is, in fact... Six foot by nine foot. It holds 800 pounds, but it only flies at 30 feet. Per round. Is that high enough for you guys to not get noticed um, by the Pelicia? That's a speed. So it is like kind of slowish for a flying thing. Yeah, I can walk faster than it. 30 feet? That's as fast as I walk. That's how uh, most people walk. A lot of things that fly, fly at 60 feet per round. If you got the baby one, it would have been that fast. I'm pretty light. I don't know how much I weigh. You're pretty light probably, right? Probably. I'm only five foot tall. But you're strong. But I am strong. But there's not like eight of us. There's like four of us. Dirk's got to be pretty light. Dirk weighs like 205 pounds. Let's do it. All right, let's get on the carpet. We we can get on. We get on and then we see if it flies. And then we know if we weigh more than 800 pounds. Okay. It disintegrates if you put too much weight on it and it's gone forever. All right. You get on it and you fly like above the building tops. And you see now that you're actually outside of the city wall. Which is like covered in guards and stuff, lookouts and things like that. You think you can recognize where uh, Daverna is because you're on the same side that like you came in the first time and you remember kind of how you got to Daverna. Even though you guys were probably all sleeping in the back. But Dirk's like, oh, look, there's Daverna over there. Oh, sweet. And off we go. All right. Should we park on top? Who's driving? I don't... Do you like attune to it? No. Okay. Who's the most experienced? I don't know, but apparently I think it just Flo, follows commands. Flo's just panicking because she doesn't like heights, so she's not in charge of this. She built a treehouse and she doesn't like heights. I don't know. I Nora told me I don't like heights, and that's why I don't remember flying on carpet. Is there another reason? Maybe I don't remember. Did you black it out from? Terror? I don't know. Maybe you're a freaking lush, and Sammy chugs a beer. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then we go on land in Taverna with no incident. All right. We're going to have to roll some sort of like uh, stealth check here. Probably a disadvantage because we're flying and huge. So stealth check with disadvantage? Yeah. <laughs> well, who rolls it? It's really like quadruple disadvantage, which in fifth edition amounts to disadvantage. Just one. Sammy All right. Just, I got it. Oh, God. Eight. Okay. Sammy decides to fly pretty close to a tower. And uh, number one. Oh. An arrow hits Dirk. And then you hear a loud horn. 
Hey there, groupies. It's your favorite DM, Ed. Just saying thanks for watching and uh, letting you guys know we just did a bunch of updates on a couple of our websites. So our Bardic Mystery Tour website got a little bit of a few updates. So uh, go check that out. There's some, some little more uh, fan art you can see also from our website. You can find our Patreon. We've updated our Patreon with a few new goals since we're starting to rack in those patrons. So go check that out. Sign up for Patreon to get our bonus content. Also, we got a few more things on our Redbubble store, which can also be found from our website. So check that out. And uh, thanks for supporting us. And thanks for listening to us, everyone. And without wasting any more time, let's get back to the action. Dive. We dive. All right. You mean like we swoop our, our carpet Just past down? the wall. You swoop down. You land on the street in between a couple buildings. Dirk, are you okay? He, uh... Pulls the arrow out and he's like, "Yeah, it was. I was like barely scratch actually." Wow, oh. he's tough. I guess he didn't even like have to pull it out because like it didn't. But he's like out of his clothes. Yeah, yeah. It was like through his hat, and he's like, "Ooh!" Takes it out of his hat, and puts the hat back on. He's like, "Yeah, I'm all right." Maybe it's smarter for us to not fly up top like that. Yeah, maybe that was a real bad idea. At least we're through the wall now because that was. I mean, that's a pretty big obstacle. I bet you they're on their way because they probably saw where we were going and they probably just had like laser pointers and like down there. And then like the dudes on like the Griffins or something are like, let's get them. Right, are there roll any up the trees? Carpet. What? Sorry. Number one, you roll up the carpet. Number two, you do see some trees. Um, I think we should head towards the trees. Why would we go to the trees? To Near where you are, you see for some reason there's a very large section of the city that's been preserved as a sort of park or garden of some sort. And uh, it has really large hedge walls that run along the outside of it. Okay. Um, I mean, like, we can stash the carpet here. We'll just take it with us. Yeah, Dirk can throw the carpet on his shoulder and run okay. behind you guys. All right. Because he's like, this way is less than a tube amp, so let's go. And we book it to the trees. All right. You run over to the wall of hedges. It seems to be impassable. Is it a hedge maze? Is that the problem? We have to solve the maze. That's impassable. So it continues to your left and to your right, and the only thing noteworthy in this area is a man walking along who has a short bow, and also on his belt, he has hanging bigger than should be cleaver, and he's dressed in like butcher's clothes, a white apron, and uh, I was thinking of a baker's hat. I don't know what a butcher's hat looks like. Like the visor without the top on it. Think about the guys who... Um, oh, yeah. It's like a... They sell hot dogs. Like it's like Flops a little... on its side a little bit. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. No, the hot dog hat. Yeah. Like the envelope hat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a tiny paper boat, but it's a hat. Oh, okay. Little. And uh, he's like strolling along. He's like looking into at the hedges kind of inquisitively and walking up the length of it, looking around at it. Are we close to him? Yeah, you're pretty close. Hey, hey, sir. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, we're good. We're trying to find our way into this park, and this hedge looks like it's we can't get through it. Do you know how we get in? Oh, yeah. There's an entrance like over to the right over here, like another 100 yards or something. He's like, why would you want to go in there, though? Oh, we thought it looked nice. We're tourists. Oh, if you're yeah, tourists, tourists, then you should stay away. It's really dangerous in there. Why? Because it's like cursed or something. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for the information. And then we run along the edge of it to go around it, I guess. Okay. Do we know how to get back to the hotel from here? 
Yeah, you kind of know the direction. Okay. You're still headed like in that direction, kind of. And you come to an entrance. To the park? To the park. It's a large stone arch with a huge keystone that has some insignia on it. Do we recognize what that insignia is and what uh, it means? Roll a history check. Six. Nope. Do we feel like we have to go through this park to get to Taverna? No. All right. Well, isn't that where we're going? Like, Yeah, we want to go investigate the hotel room. Yeah. So we should bypass this unless we feel like we're going to imminently get caught by the police. Do we notice any police around or hear anybody yelling or anything like that? Yes. Uh, roll perception check. Four. Seven. Twenty. Okay. <laughs> Flo, you look ahead of you down the length of the hedge maze and you see some guards patrolling on horseback and you look down behind you and you see a butcher but further past the butcher, you see some guards patrolling on horseback. Guys. And then you turn to the cross street that heads directly out from the garden, and you see a couple of guards on Griffin back. Guys. There are guards everywhere. They're going to get us. They're all headed your way. They get, they're coming straight at us. Sammy's just going, so unless somebody does something stronger than whisper wildly behind him, then he's just going to keep moving. All right, I grab them both by the, by the what arms. What are you doing? And I'm like, guys, they're coming. I can see them. There are six guards on their way to us right now. Did you see All right, anything? cool. Let's go in. Okay, we run into the maze. Good eyes, Flo. You run past a sign, an old wooden sign that's deteriorating that you see carved into it. Welcome to Verdant Sanctum. And then there's a long, lengthy description underneath it that says like, this garden has been preserved for the people as a reminder of the natural landscape that inhabited this area before the expansion of Grand Nargetza. May we always remember our roots. And then, like, tacked on beneath it is, like, a sign that says, like, Enter at your own risk, G-A-W-P. Grand Nargetza, huge city. World wa- police. Water protection. Workers party. Whale it doesn't explain what it means, so protection. you have to guess... It's definitely whale protection. Wild police. Wildlife preserve. Did I not say PW? Did I say WP? You said yes. WP. Uh, G-A-P-W. Grand Argetza. Huge city. What were the next two letters? P-W. Public works. Pee-wee. Uh, All right. We rush in. What are the paths? Which ways can we go? Is there only one way? Can is this a labyrinth? I have a second a for exposition, or are we just going to yell at the dungeon master we're, all day? We're running from the police. Yeah, it's hurried. This is rushed. The path is comprised of cobblestones that are thick with moss. The edges of the path seem to be beginning to be lost to the nature surrounding you. The undergrowth is thick and seems difficult to traverse. You see the hedges from the outside towering over you, casting darkness throughout the forest. There are a number of large trees that also increase the number of darkness and shadows in the area, making it even dimmer and farther from the daylight. Hey guys, do you think we're going to see a tiger in here? Depends on if you have dark vision or not. I do. So maybe. I could fight a tiger. With your tooth? Yeah. Stab it with my tooth and then strangle it to death. There seems to still be dew on the foliage from this morning. The path leads into the garden, away from the light of the exterior. Haunting sounds of birds and beasts alike seem to echo through the hollow passes of the forested area. 
So we're like in like a cobblestone area. We see a cobblestone path and then there's just a bunch of trees, scary, gloomy trees and stuff in front of us. And darkness. Don't forget the darkness. She ain't scared. Ancient crumbling torch mounts. Sconces. Well, like, you know, like in Zelda, where there's like those things, you like light them all on fire to like get the windmill to turn or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those things. We light them all on fire. <laughs> Do you want me to cast They're fire crumbling and ancient. Oh, okay. I won't. You can if you want. Is there anywhere that we can hide? Yeah, do you want to hide? So the the po po don't see us. Yeah, do you want to run further into the wooded area? Yeah, we got or do go you want to like in. get into the underbrush? I'm pretty short. I want to get into the underbrush. It gets pretty dark pretty quick. Do you have dark vision? Yes. Can I see that player's handbook? Why even have darkness in the world? I don't know, because he strapped has dark us vision. with his chump. Dirk Fidget can't see in the dark. Oh, shit. Dirk's with you. Yo, cast light. I elbow him. He's like, well, I can still see right now. Oh, okay. And I got this flat carpet. Does it look spoopy? It's real spoopy. Are there skeletons? No skeletons. Are the trees like... The trees are skeletons. Hand, claw, creepy, branchy. Yeah, but they bend up and they seem to beckon you deeper into the woods. Oh, look, they're welcoming us in. We should definitely go further They're not welcoming, in. they're beckoning. Yeah, that's the same thing. I agree. No, I mean, means I'm a like, wood elf. Welcome, I've been, but with a desire to eat you. I've been missing the forests. I think we'll be fine. I mean, I can talk to the trees. You mean talk to them, see what's up, or should we just run in there and? I'm just gonna hide? keep moving forward. I mean, there are guards outside. Oh yeah, we run in and hide. All right, but we stick together, or no? I don't know. I thought we would stick together, but I also don't want to stand around for like an hour talking to a tree. So I think we should get away from the guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll go further into the forest. I mean, I could get a tree to like lift us up at, to the top and we can hide up, up, up if you want. But you're scared of heights. Eh, that's not really true. I, it's, it's fine. I have a tree house. All right. You continue down the cobblestone path. It seems to be the main mm, path. Is it windy or straight? Up until it bends around the corner a little bit. How many potholes are there? It's barely recognizable as a road at all. Because so much growth comes up between the cracks and the cobblestones, and the edges of it are receding down into the dirt. Okay, we're going to need to file a complaint when we get out of here about the state of this road. Yeah. Which way does it bend? Left. Always? No, just a little bit to the left. And then it comes to a junction. It's a four-way junction that makes a large circle around an old stone gazebo. The roof is rotted out and fallen on the floor, but there are stone benches along the inside of it. Yeah, let's hide in this gazebo and around this little area. I hide on the outside of the gazebo, like in the trees facing the gazebo. Yeah, yeah. I think it's reasonable for us all to hide in different places. Slightly split up. Yeah. Okay. I hide under the gazebo because I'm a rock gnome. All right. Ra- roll hide checks. 20. Seven. It's stealth unless you want to make an argument for something else. 31. See, 31? Yeah. Jesus. I am a wood elf, too, so I should, like, get a bonus. I should roll it in I think you do roll it. Uh, How's Dirk do? What's the thing about, like, in, like, low visibility, you just can turn invisible? Yeah. Like, they can't see me at all. It's dark. Flow's gone. woods. I'm a wood elf. It's good. And I'm, like, if you come at that gazebo, if you would go straight across, like, through the gazebo, I'm to the right of that a little bit. So I can kind of see around if they come in that same path. Dirk runs into the gazebo and hides behind one of the stone pillars that's, like, slightly skinnier than he is, but he's still carrying the flying carpet over his shoulder that's, like, made of brilliant colors. And he's like, guys, good job hiding. Should I run up and cast invisibility on him? Yeah. 
Can you do that? Yeah. All right. I run up to Dirk and I cast invisibility on him. We need some answers and we need to get inside. Invisibility. Just a spell to help me hide. And then I run back to the woods. And then rehide. You have to roll a new hide check. 24. That's not as good as last time. It's true. It's because I had to run there because Dirk's an idiot. Still, if you look away from Flo for like half a second, when you look back, you can't see her anymore. I'm at home. Were we being pursued by guards or did we just hide? You just hid. <laughs> All right. We waited out for like five minutes. Do any guards come in? No. All right. I come out from hiding. Wait. No. Okay. Come out from hiding. All right. I'll come out from hiding too. Dirk's like, can you guys see me? No, but we can hear you. So shh. The sky is open from here, right? You can fly. Yeah. Why don't you fly back to Taverna and we'll meet you there. And that carpet oh, okay. and While you're him invisible. are invisible because he was holding it. Okay. I'll see you at Taverna. Later. Up, up, and away. Dirk, you yeah. assume leaves. You can't even see him. So Yeah, but he screams up, up, and away. While he, he does. Goes. And you hear him go like, away. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I just feel like Dirk's kind of a liability. It would have been nice to just fly back, but I think that we can't all be invisible, right? I mean, I could cast it on more than just us. More than just one person. I could uh, cast it at a level higher. Maybe we should have cast invisibility on all of us and flown back. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, can't retroactively do that. You could cast invisibility now on the two of us so that, and walk back yeah. with you. Yeah, you want to do Would that? Would you like me to do that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I cast invisibility as a level three spell on Sammy and myself. We need some answers. Now we walk back to Taverna. Okay. Don't talk to us. In the middle of Grand Argetza. Huge city. As you're casting invisibility, you hear a flittering sound and you see mm, like 14 inch tall person. I was going to say human, but you're, he's clearly not a human because he has wings and he's wearing like leaves as clothes and he flies and he goes, hey guys, what's up? And then you turn invisible. So then he just looks at Prudence and he goes, what's up? Uh, nothing much. Uh, we're just hanging out in this uh, cool wooded area. Sweet. What's up it's, with you? It's pretty cool. Just hanging out in this cool wooded area. What's, what's your name? Fred. What kind of being are you, Fred? A pixie. Sounds like you like doing mischief, maybe. I've been known to do a mischief or two in my day. Well, let me tell you about some people that need some mischief done to them. How about that? There's these law-abiding citizens, like, right outside of this park area. I think you should go play some mischief on them. Uh, I, don't, I just generally don't leave the verdant sanctum. Uh, why? Why is that? It's just wild out there. Everything's made of stones and nothing lives. It's, like, awful. You're not, not big into the city like I can huh? barely breathe the air out there. It's so gross. I would understand why you'd want to stay in here then. Yeah, I mean, I like it in here. I'm fighting the urge to like agree with him really hard right now. I just want you to know that. I don't say anything, but I'm fighting that urge. Well, Fred, it was nice to meet you. I gotta go. Oh, well, what brings you into the Vernon Sanctum? We were seeking shelter. Oh, not many people seek shelter from whatever the name of that city is out there. Because uh, there's stuff that's dangerous in here. Like what? Uh, whatever. Woodwoods, uh, dire wolves, things like that. 
it was our best option at the moment, you know. Well, we're not your run-of-the-mill adventures. Awakened trees. I'm, I'm not scared. Yeah, sometimes if people come in here looking for some adventure and they want to fight stuff, sometimes they come in. Every once in a while, the city hires people to clean the place up, and like that's generally not that successful. I start tugging on Prudy's hem of her shirt. Like, let's. Yeah, Fred. Fred, I gotta go. Okay. Well, it was nice to meet you, though. Yeah, it was nice meeting you. Have a good day. Bye. All right. We'll see ya. All right. We head out of the park. All right. You leave, and you see that dude wearing the butcher clothing that has that bow looking in the gate. And he's like, "Did you go in there?" Uh, say yes, I did. Did your friends die? Yep. That's terrible, and you don't seem very broken up about it. I just met them today, so we weren't that close. You didn't happen to see a boar in there, did you? No, just a pixie. Oh, okay. What's this whole boar thing about? I saw a boar that was going in and out that I thought maybe, you know, usually I have to go get my meat from somewhere else to butch. I figured find some local meat, you know what I mean? Free range. Free range, so. Did this boar look unusual in any way? No, it was just a boar. You know, like they live in the woods. Okay. And that's the woods. Kinda. I was hoping if I saw it again, I'd give it a give it a little shooty shoot stab from afar. No, not talking. I'm just gonna shoot it and then cut it up and sell it. Is boar meat that good though? Yeah, we make a spiral cut boar and uh, honey glazed boar. Yep. Well, I'll, I wish you really good luck. Verdant forest ham. In finding that boar. You can't call it verdant forest ham if it's not from the verdant forest. You know, I could probably sell for a lot, because, like, except for then, I'd have to prove I killed, like, an animal from the verdant sanctum, and I'd probably get in trouble. I don't know. Like, it's complicated. The laws are really weird. But have a good day. I'm just going to head back to my butcher shop. I'm going to keep butching. If you eat wereboar meat, not saying that that's a wereboar, but if you eat the meat of a wereboar, do you become infected and become a wereboar? No, 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 no. Because no. it's a magical But whenever the full moon goes away, then it becomes people meat. In your so <laughs> then you become a person. Yeah. So wereboar, like I think a boar is similar mass to a person, like to a human. I don't know if that's true or not. What if you... What if, but what if you a were like a rat, rat turns into like a rat and you eat the whole thing yeah. and then the moon sets mm-hmm. and then you just like explode? That's what I'm thinking. That's why you got to be careful about eating rat meat. Or what if you eat the meat of a warehouse and then the moon comes up and then the meat turns oh, into a house? No. <laughs> That's why I always stay away from cannibalism. Yeah. Never eat people. They might be warehouses. That's just like a big place that you like save things in and store things in. Okay, so I don't know how to get back to the hotel. So I like whisper to Flo and Sammy and I'm like, hey guys, I don't know which way to go. Can you guys tug on my clothing? I want to sneak around to whichever direction she's not whispering and then be like, we're over here. So she feels like a fool. So I turn that way. I'm like, hey, I, I need help getting back to the hotel. Can you guys help me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried that this guy is trying to hunt Grendeldor. Maybe we should go back and find clues in the hotel, but. Do you know that he's a werebore? No. Don't tell her. That was not included on any of the marketing materials that I received about Antler Mayhem. Yeah, he's Grendelbor occasionally. Don't tell anyone or we'll effing cut you. So when does he turn into a boar? When the moon, the full moon's up. When he's bored. Actually, he what's has enough control doing? over it now that he can just do it at oh, will. Okay. Yeah, what's the, what is the moon like these days? Waxing gibbous. Waxing gibbous. Yeah. So not full. 
But oftentimes that's when he has troubles when it's just about to become full. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he was having a hard time. He was like under the weather, you know. Let's mentally. go back and look in the hotel room for any um, clues that he might have turned into a wearable and left in the night. Sounds good. I think that sounds like a good idea. Okay, so you guys are going to steer me back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we go back to the hotel. Kinda. We have no idea how to get there. I do. I know. All right. On the way, Prudence, you see. Um. Can you call me Prudy? Prudy. Thank you. You see a station of guards. What do you call it? Guards are stationed somewhere. Uh, a cackle of guards. A garrison. A cackle. A gaggle. A murder. A murder of guards. That's appropriate. A garter. A crime of guards. A crime of guards. <laughs> A vigilance of guards. An honor of guards. Oh, that's a real one. What kind of guards are they? Vigilant guards or honor guards? I think we should go with a vigilance because honor sounds too correct. Yeah, and we didn't do anything wrong. So everyone's going to have to sneak past them, but you have an advantage if you're invisible and you don't have to sneak if you are not wanted by the law. Killed it. Did you? 11. 26. All right. One turns to you, Prudy, and he says, you there. What's your business in Grand Arquetza? I'm just visiting the city. I'm a tourist. A tourist from where? A little town about 10 miles away from here. All right. You're not listening to rock and roll, are you? Pfft, never listen to the stuff. Never touch it. It's illegal in Grand Arquetza. I'm shaking. How come? What Wait, happened? Is it? I thought we voted it down. The other guard goes, it's not really illegal. That didn't pass yet. And he's like, shh. It's illegal. No rock and roll. Thank you, officer. I'll just be going on my way. Listen to... Jazz. Smooth jazz. In country. Carry on. Thank you. Thank you. Stop talking to us. Go away. We're done with this conversation. All right. We continue into the hotel. Okay. You make it to Taverna. We go to the room that they were staying in. And I'm like, I don't know you don't which know room, room you guys are staying in. We'll tell you. Dirt's at the bar. Are you guys staying invisible still? Yeah, we're going to play a trick on him. We're going to play. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say we should play a trick on Noga, but we'll play a trick on Dirk for sure. All right, what are you doing? We're in room 205. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm telling Prudy. Because I don't know. She, You met her in the lobby. I know. That's why I'm telling her. All right, Prudy. We all agree. When we get back to the room, you need to tell Dirk that we got taken hostage by the guards. And then when he runs out of the room, I'm going to trip him. Wait, he's at the bar. Dirk's at the bar. Fuck. I'll wait at the top of the stairs. And then when he tries to run down the stairs, I'll trip him. Why would you try to trip him down the stairs? Why don't you just, like, do something like tapping him on the shoulder and then not being there or something? Or, like, make him feel like he's hearing things or something. Why are you try to hurt him? You do your prank and I'll do mine. Why are you try to hurt him? He's going to be fine. He's going to fall down the stairs and break his neck and we're not going to have a band manager. You're going to have to find some other person to fine. carry all our shit. Fine. I go, I sneak up on Dirk, and I tap him on the shoulder. All right, roll a stealth check. With advantage? With you advantage. Can reach his shoulder? Yeah, he's sitting at the bar. On a bar stool. He's basically standing. He's probably standing at a bar. Fine, I tap him on his love You can handle. reach his shoulder. His shoulder's only like five feet off the ground, and you're like three foot two. No. <laughs> nice try. Three foot six. Yeah, boom. You can reach his shoulder. 22. Okay. What are you doing? You're just tapping on his shoulder? Yeah. He turns around and he goes, oh, that's weird. And then I say nothing. Why would you say that? And then Noga laughs. laughs. Can he see invisible people? Hey, wait. The big mouth in his chest laughs. Yeah. And then I sneak around to the other side of Dirk and I say, two beers, please. 
and become visible. And Dirk goes, Sammy, how's it going? I tricked you, you dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> That's really mean, Sammy. Have a beer. Okay. I was already having one. Did you guys find Grundledor? Nope, no time to talk. We gotta find clues. We got a little bit of a lead, though, I say, while I'm still invisible. Oh, cool. I think we need to keep pushing on this, guys. I'm really worried about Grundledor. He's just, you know, he's a precious person, and we need to take care of him. Oh, Brody, you came back. How's it going? Uh, I'm I'm worried about Grundledor. Me How's too. Going? <laughs> I'm also worried about Grundledor. So, uh, l- let's go up to your room. I don't have the key, so. Yeah, I'll go with you. Okay. You guys staying here, or are you coming? I said I was going to the room already to look for clues. Okay. All right. I unlock the door. Okay. I go inside. Okay. I close the door behind me. Just don't let them in. I open the door. It's still unlocked. Okay. I go in. Okay. I close the door behind me. Okay. I also enter the room. Okay. I say, I'm changing. I'm changing. All right. Um, I take a good investigative look at the room to see what I see. All right. Roll an investigation check. 17. 16. 11. Is that a 1? Yeah, I wrote a 1. All right. You see, all of Grundledor's things are gone that he normally takes on a day trip with him. But, like, his luggage is still there. Did he leave a note that's, like, illegible, at least? There's also a piece of paper with some random scribbles drawn on it. Are they pictures, or is it... This is his handwriting. I recognize it. Oh, I've studied his writing extensively. Can I look at it? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try and decipher it. All right. What kind of check are you rolling? I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. Insight. I feel like it should be 23 performance for insight. Uh, 23's pretty good. I don't know. It's pretty unintelligible. Yeah, but I've literally looked at everything he's ever written that's in the public domain, so... Yeah, but they don't release a ton of that stuff. Not much. You definitely identify his signature at the bottom, and... Hey, guys. Grendeldor wrote this note. What did he write it in? Blood. Is it written in blood? Yeah. Jeez. Are you sure it's not, like, jam? He probably had to bleed on his mall. Is his mall uh, here? Yeah. His mall's not here. Yeah, he probably was doing a twofer. Let me know. do a taste test. You know what his blood tastes like? I know what blood tastes like. She's a vampire. Okay. There's also a drawing on it that looks kind of like a kobold. What's a kobold? A tiny dragon. It's a dragonkin halfling. <laughs> halfling dragon? It's a halfling dragonkin. Uh, yeah, they're, like, little... Uh, they have tails and like dragon shaped heads, but they're like three feet tall. Yeah. They're like people dragons. And they're like tinkerers, kind of sometimes. And they're like generally not that smart. And they're like cowardly because they're like frail compared to like humans. Hmm. So we need to find where there's a kobold in this city, Grand Argetza. Huge city. I tried Brighton's heart. Sure. I appreciate you. Do we have a map? Of the city in the hotel, maybe we could go ask around, look at a map. Sure. Look for the Kobold Cafe. The Kobold Cafe. Is there any other, we find any other clues? Uh, no. I'd like to go down to All Aid. Okay. And say, you mean to the front desk? To the front desk where right. I expect All Aid to be. Well, Varaxian is standing there. I don't want to listen to his tentacle mouth. But you gotta. It's really his brain that sounds like that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I greet him. Hello, Varaxian. Hello, Sammy. You didn't happen to be awake last night and see Grundledor leave. I was awake, but I was studying. Um, yeah, he left us this cryptic note that, um, I guess he's hunting kobolds? Do you know where he might have gone if he was looking for kobolds in Grand Argetza? 
no, I've been a little bit out of it, being that I've been trapped in Taverna for decades. Yeah, you did say that before. All right, well, I guess we're going to go try to find Grendeldor. What do you know about the Verdant Sanctum before we go? Oh, the Verdant Sanctum. I used to go there all the time as a kid. It was a beautiful park that you could go in and travel around and look at different trees, and there was a lot of different wildlife that was there. It was great for families. Have you been since you got freed? No, I haven't thought to go there, but maybe I should. Was it dark or was it bright and well lit when you were a kid? Oh, it was beautiful. The sunshine came in and you could see pixies and spirits and all kinds of natural stuff. You had to stay away from the tomb, though. Oh, where's that? Uh, somewhere near the center of there. It's a uh, burial ground of some uh, ancient rock and roll star. Mm-hmm. We should probably go pay some homage. Yeah. Leave some flowers or like some drumsticks or something. That's probably what Grungo went to do. Why would he draw a kobold then? Look, Maybe I, the kobolds live there now. Maybe they took it over. Can I do a history check to see if I know anything more about kobolds? Yeah. 16. I think 16 gets you basically the stuff we told you about kobolds. Okay. Can I do a history check to know if I know who's buried in that tomb? Sure. Yeah, I want to be involved in that one. Five. 19. Is it a member of the Pixies? <sighs> Man, I should have done that. I would just look them up to see if Fred was one of them. Fred was not one of them. Damn it. I have their names already pulled up. Did you want to know what they are? Kim Deal. Joey Santiago. Black Francis. And David Lovering. Paz Lenchenton. And Kim Shatuck. Sammy seems to recall it may be some sort of a joined tomb for some of the greats. Like Imakai, Imakai, Kai. Which one is it? I can't remember. I think it's Makai. Henry Rollins and Greg Ginn. It's one of them? It may be all of them. Oh, do you guys not recognize those names? <laughs> They're from Black Flag. Well, so, uh, two of them are from Black Flag. Yeah. One is from Minor Threat. They're from the two hardcore scenes. Greg Ginn and Imakai are arguably the people that invented hardcore. Very arguably, but not super arguably. So why are they buried in a city that hates rock and roll? I think this city used to love rock and roll before Mayor B-Dan. Mayor B-Dan got here. He sounds like a pill. Yeah, he is a real pill. Yeah, I know what a pill is. It's a little capsule with medicine in it. It's like a bug that rolls up when you touch it. Yeah. All right, let's go to that grave site. See if Grundledor went on a drunken... uh, what do you call that when you wander around? Stroll. Adventure. Drunken adventure stroll down to visit them and pay his respects. I'm into it. Let's do it. Wait, you guys are visible now. Are you going to disguise yourselves? We'll go through under Getza. Is there a way? Do we know anything that we saw? It seems. Remember those tunnels we went through and they came out in different areas of the city? Is, uh, under Getza? In, from under Getza. When we like came out. And we were in all those stone grates. Are any of those exits near this? There are exits. We can't get through the stone grates. Oh, yeah. You would only know if you tried. She should go try. Let me look where they were real quick. What if you guys just disguise yourselves again? Oh, I'll disguise myself as Flo. Perfect. What's the closest thing there is to like a navigation check? Survival? Roll a survival check to see if you remember if any of those places are close. To see if you remember where those are at all. All right, Ranger, let's see it. Eight. Zero. Wow. No, 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 I got a two. 
Jack of all trades, baby. You don't remember any of them being anywhere near things that you saw? I think with a two, I remember it. Yeah. Sammy's like, yeah, dude, uh, isn't that uh, ACP next to the Verdant Sanctum? Yeah, we just go down here. Yeah, I know where it is, Flo. Come with me. So you guys are running to the under gets the door? Yes. All right, roll. What did I make you roll last time? Stealth. All right, roll some stealth checks. No, you made us roll deception. Yeah, but are we wearing costumes or are we just running for it? Yeah, that was the blending with the crowd. Let's do that. I'm way better at that. Okay. Can I have a beard? Yeah, I give Flo a uh, purple beard this time. So it's like mutton chops that go, what's it called when it comes down and then it goes into a handlebar mustache? I like that. But it doesn't have the chin. Weird. No way, dude. It's no, just it's like good a, for riding motorcycles. Yeah, it's like a, what you call them, biker bars or something. Something you can see. Something you cannot touch. It's a trickery. Do you give me short hair too? Or am no, I, still I can't long, do. I can't go hair. crazy. Say, is my hair purple? No, it's weird. It's not that weird. <laughs> Did you make my it's hair not like that weird. a cool color so that it like looks like? But I your care beard about- hangs down. Oh, actually, I think that it can't be a moving image for minor image. So keep it short, short cropped, close to your face. All right. Great. I take off my antler crown and I stuff it into my pack. All right. Roll your deception checks. 27. 23. Okay. You walk right by a set of guards as you walk toward the entrance to Undergetza, but they say nothing and you go inside. Next time you should make yourself look like a Duragar. Yeah, that's smart. I went with them, but nobody cared about me. What secrets are hidden in this haunted nature preserve? And what is hidden in this mysterious tomb? And where is Grundledor? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Yeah, but those ones over there will roll better. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe. I don't know. You're holding them, so...
It's from what I've seen. It's a dice toss. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should battle. But everybody roll your D20 and see who's the best. Just get used to this, Nora. She's going to make fun of you all day. 